I got beef with you. Um, Ooh. You, I thought you would enjoy this. I thought, <laughs> I thought I tapped to the right people to mm. enjoy what I would say, arguably, and I would fight anyone. I, I don't, I don't like to fight. I haven't fought <laughs> since like ninth grade, uh, high school. But um, uh-huh. I would fight someone if they said that D three was not the best of the trilogy. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! That is such an yeah. a, I'm gonna say unique take. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a, it's, a, it's a hard take. I stand by it. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is why, and, huh? And I was, I'm gonna say it like you know I've never seen you this angry before. It's a little <laughs> scary. And for the folks listening at home, all I said to Andrew before the show was. It didn't hold up quite as well as the last time. I oh, no, no, no. And folks, folks at home, you can't see my text visually, but I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you vocally and audibly that one man is Clancy the third as he's listed in my phone because I did put the third in there. Thank you. Uh, that as is my as is my due. that this is a hot piece of garbage. You are an idiot for liking this. I can't believe you made me waste my time with my wife watching this. D2 is much better. Tag team back again. Whoop, there it is. What the? I don't know. I don't know. That wow. sounds a lot wow. like that sounds a lot like one of the other Manises, you know. Manis the second? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Manis the yeah, second who, who rules your fantasy football? No, yeah. I don't think so. It is the third, I believe. <laughs> So, no, but uh, this is False Start with Angie Van. I do have back Manis and Lindsay Clancy. I love saying Hello. that. Hello. Uh, and yes, I, 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 I'm, I'm joking, but I do mean sincerely that I actually enjoy D3 probably the most. Uh, and it's such a quick span, too. Like the first Mighty Ducks was 1992, almost, almost 30 years ago. That's insane to me. Almost 30 years ago came out. Two years later, D2. Then two years after that, 1996 is D3. Uh, the first two movies were done uh, with my other co-hosts, uh, I believe with um, Carl Nolan and Justin Hartman for the first one early on in the podcast mm-hmm. over two years ago. And then D2 was done with uh, my friend uh, uh, Nate uh, Emery, I believe, and um, Jackson Herlong. So it is only fitting that none of them came back. <laughs> <laughs> Much like half the cast of the original Mighty Ducks that didn't come back. <laughs> that D3 is covered by a new pair, the Clancy's. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I am, man, I'm just disappointed in you. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm hey, I won't, I won't say it doesn't, you know, it's got the movie's got its moments. And like the last time I watched it, I had a great time. This particular time, I thought, I don't know, I thought the, uh, the shine was off the apple a little bit. Mm-hmm. I uh, will say the last time he watched it, we actually were together watching it. There was a, <laughs> oh, a yeah. marathon of D1, D2, and D3 back to back. I had errands to run. I left, came back, and the movie was still on. Yeah. Like I think I watched <laughs> D1, and then I had to go do some stuff. And I, so I missed some of D2, and then I came back for D3, like yeah. during college. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, it, man, and Manus was like still sitting in the same spot. Like, you're still yeah, was that, is that some of our friends' apartment? There was a bunch of us there just like deciding <laughs> yes. to watch all of yeah. the Mighty yes. Ducks in one day. But yeah, I mean, but you, you already mentioned some of the problems with this movie. Some people don't return for the movie. Some mm-hmm. people, 
you know, we're clearly only on the set for one or two days at most, you know, Gordon yeah. Bombay. Oh, yeah. He wore know? the same suit in every scene. <laughs> yeah. They clearly had Gordon Bombay for like, okay, you can have me for six hours. You know? I will say though, I do appreciate a trilogy being done that way where it's like pretty close in, because yeah. I mean, we did all the karate kids yeah. and some of those were like a bit far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt especially a like bit? the Yeah, a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. So like but Machio is him- so ageless. You can't tell. <laughs> yeah, true he does have a baby face yeah. but but having like a group of kids being able to like a generation of children being able to watch all three of the movies in the trilogy while still being kids i think mm-hmm. is good Just like that. you don't want the last one to come out when everyone's like an adult and you're like well i guess i'll see it for the nostalgia purposes but it's just nice to have them all come out pretty quickly after each other so you don't forget and like pull an avatar you know right yeah. which which in a related uh joke with um uh Joshua Jackson, a.k.a. um, Charlie Charlie in this movie, a.k.a. Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was an episode of Dawson's Creek where, you know, Dawson's Creek was one of those things where, like, the teenagers were clearly not teenagers, but they were playing teenagers, right? And they were, like, already in their mid-20s. There was an episode, I think it was, like, in the second or third season, like, a little kid is talking to Joshua Jackson. He's like, how old are you? I'm 17. How come you have a five o'clock shadow? I'm like, they get meta. I love it. I love the it. The one that really stood out to me was Benny the Jet Rodriguez. He looked so much older in this than he did in Sandlot, which was like a couple years before. And I mean, yeah. the other might yeah. But it just, I feel like that. Yeah. I was like, that's a full grown man. Yeah. Watching it. <laughs> like, in, and like Goldberg looks young. Mm-hmm. Benny the yeah. Jet, full grown man. Yeah. Watching like a slightly puffier Benny the Jet Rodriguez, like, be try to act like a Lothario about, around a bunch of high school girls is a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will we yeah. will get to the creepiness in a little bit. So this is false oh, start. So I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, my, my name is Adrian. I'm going to ask these folks the uh, your panel here, if you will, the uh, the uh, hot topic questions of of D three, and they're going to break down their thoughts as we go on to it. Uh, I do want to say, if you are a fan of the show, go ahead and like subscribe our podcast right now uh, as you listen to our voice with every. Uh, instrument app whatever you listen to right now whether it be apple itunes google play spotify amazon iHeartRadio, all the things that we are on uh and give us a like and subscribe uh, along with it and a review with that as well uh goes a long way makes me do more podcasts makes me stay up late nights being a neglectful father to watch movies without them <laughs> i know i should have watched this movie with, with my kids but i haven't seen the other ones with them so i didn't want to throw them off the loop mm-hmm. all right good call this podcast is also brought to you by our friend Sidaro Pizza in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, and North Markley Street, outside of downtown Greenville. Check them out. They have Monday night specials, $5 off large, dollar night slice on Wednesdays, and all kinds of stuff going on. And their outdoor is open. It's huge. It's safe. Check them out. Todaro's Pizzeria in Greenville, South Carolina, North Markley Street. All right. So, hot topic number one, D3. Who's in the wrong in the beginning? Charlie or Gordon? They're at they're this wonderful lake, a little soft camera focus. And then, uh, Charlie. I got offered the director position at the uh, Goodwill Junior League game, which is, by the way, bullshit. Anyway. Uh, See, also, I remembered in my memory of this movie, I thought Gordon Bombay was going back to the going back to the NHL. I thought he was going back to, like, play for the stars again. That was in the beginning of two. And then he got his knee busted oh, in the beginning of two. I mm. see. Okay. I see. The one just I think just like a pet peeve, both in real life and in movies are one are arguments where there's like a 
if you don't get it, I'm not even going to explain it to you. If you don't understand what you did, then this conversation is over. And so like this one was a little bit of that. You were really good at that crying thing. Just like, wait, you don't get it. You don't know me. Yeah. And I just, I like, I was annoyed that Charlie did that literally in like the first 30 seconds of the movie being like, if you don't understand, I'm out of here, man. Yeah. So I was I was pro Gordon in that yeah, uh, confrontation. Yeah. yeah. Charlie needed to grow up in, and Gordon yeah. knew that in order to avoid becoming like the freak who hangs around his hometown wearing <laughs> his like little league hockey jersey. Yeah. You know, like in like instead of parlaying his Olympic gold medal into a full hockey scholarship at one of the best <laughs> hockey schools in America. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do that every time. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no offense to people who who teach academics. I mean, teachers are the by far the most underpaid people in profession as, as there is. But I will say like Gordon thinking like, hmm, I can go back to law. I can be a junior. I can be a, a director of a worldwide hockey league for minors mm-hmm. or I can coach one team <laughs> at a private school on that salary Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Gordon knew exactly what they both needed to do for, and that was, and, and that al- was what they did. And that also doesn't mean that he would never like contact any of them again. I feel like the team thought like, because Gordon wasn't the coach, he was just going to like peace out forever. Gee, or Gordon. like, they like, oh, wow, I guess we're just <laughs> never going to see him ever again. It's like, yeah. he, could, he Char- might still come around. Yeah. Charlie, like- Charlie, my office is right down the road. Like, um, yeah, I don't know why <laughs> yeah. you're so mad. Yeah, they act like his acceptance of this job running the World Youth Hockey League is an acknowledgement by him that he prefers every single child in the world <laughs> over the Mighty Ducks. I think not realizing un- that they fall within that. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the, that's what that, that's the scorn that they feel. Yeah, I think there's an underlying unsaid thing too, right? Like if if you go back to the first Mighty Ducks, there was like this little love interest between Charlie's mom and Gordon. And yeah, I, and I thought, episode- see, that's another thing. I thought they were dating. Yeah, so they definitely like. I think they packed the kiss, whatever it is. Like there was ever that tension, and and I believe our, our our friend Kyle Nolan put it in there that that she had the golden ticket. She had the golden ticket to get out of waitressing in that diner to go, you know, hang out and have a good father figure for her son and and, and to do something more with her life. But, but I think something happened there that I don't know. Maybe game changers will explain. Hopefully, we'll see in the miniseries. But I don't know. There's something that they didn't explain that there's a riff there. But even at the beginning, I feel like they were like a little like, I guess people can't Mm -hmm. see what I'm doing. Um, But like, you know, (laughs) a little nudge nudge during (laughs) the like opening ceremony or whatever at the school. Yeah. Yeah. They they found out they were better as like co-parents rather than co-parents to a child of only one of their (laughs) biologically. You know, know, father, you know, parental (laughs) figures to this kid, but not romantically entangled. Mm -hmm. But I mean, in all honesty, and I should preface this by saying, like, you know, you should never blame the child for why a relationship works out. But I think it was Charlie's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, 100 (laughs) percent. Charlie did something. He Mm -hmm. was a little too annoying, wanting to play street hockey one day. Or, you know, the Bash Brothers broke too many couches in the basement. (laughs) You know, and uh, I think that was the end. Uh, Hot topic number two. Another cattleman sectional, honey. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Having the Bash Brothers over. 
<laughs> Hot topic number two. How has Averman gotten as far as he did? Like, there have been multiple kids who just didn't show up past D1. Mm-hmm. Yet Averman has been in all three, and, like, he contributes almost nothing, in, in my know. opinion. In my opinion. Prove me wrong if you want, please. He's the tertiary comedy relief character yeah. on the team. You know, he, he's, you know, there's nine comedy relief characters on the Mighty <laughs> yeah. Ducks, and he's number nine. But, I mean, he does it throughout the whole movie. I think his skill is just ass-kissing, you know? He's like a sarcastic little twerp who manages to, like, get on people's good side. Yeah, and I mean, like, what else was that guy doing? <laughs> That's true. You know, like, it's a sweet gig. You mean yeah. one of the Mighty Ducks kids? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was probably an ass-kisser in real life. That's how well, he kept coming no, back. <laughs> but, um... I guess there's not really another character like him. I feel like a lot of movies of that era and shows too just had like, if we're going to have a friend group, we need to have a, a, a super jock. We need to have a kid who gets all the ladies. We need to have a kid who's a dork. We need to have a kid who's a little chunky. We need to like, you know, I feel like they, there were a lot of boxes to check to have like the classic friend group dynamic. We need a girl. <laughs> we need a single girl. Oh no, this one's got two. Okay. Ooh, what up? I know. Rep- representation. <laughs> um, but I feel but we'll like we'll misuse them. They're in the movie, but we'll misuse them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I feel like Averman is just another like, okay, we got that kind of kid in this group. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very like 80s comedy. It's like, yeah, we need this Yiddish kind of smart ass kid with the glasses. I don't know. <laughs> Do we? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why not? So uh yeah. hot topic number three, Luis. This is the gross. This is the gross question. Luis would be canceled today in culture if D3 happened today. M- M- Manis, I see you nodding your head really fast. You're like, mm. yeah. And in fact, <laughs> let's cancel him right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Luis from Mighty Ducks 3. Consider yourself officially canceled. Uh, let's start the hashtag. Luis from Mighty Ducks 3 is over party. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh and uh, you know we can you know get this guy you know hopefully you know hopefully he gets like scrubbed from movies in the future or we have to get them to put you know a warning like Gone with the Wind before yeah. the movie. That oh, they did that with Peter Pan. They did that. They did it for a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luis, we're coming for you, motherfucker. Yeah, I just feel like, and they're I mean they're freshmen, so he could be fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like gr- yuck. Yeah. And I am doing this out of scorn. Too. <laughs> I, I am doing this for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Not, not into that vibe. And then where it's like they when they finally like won at the end, and I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, the whole game and everything. But like they won at the end. And he's like, yeah, I did steal your girlfriend. Oh, my God, guys. I just found Luis's address on Facebook. Should <laughs> we, should we Luis from Mighty Ducks 3? Yeah, the fictional <laughs> character Luis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing, too, is is not only... Is he just very forward in his um, devonair? It's very Pepe Le Pew, right? Like, yeah. like and they canceled very- Pepe Le Pew in in the second Space Jam: New Legacy with LeBron James. What makes yeah. Benny the What makes Benny the Jam? I'm sorry. What makes Luis any better? Also, let's acknowledge the uh, under the skirt like scene which was not necessary at all yeah he winks at the camera he's looking up a bunch of like 
you know, 15 year old girl's skirts and then he winks at the camera like, hey, I got it made. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a weird. And I feel mm. like it's also like the the racial undertones of being like, I'm Rico Suave. Yeah. I'm like, steal I've got your the back here. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, you know, that's not he could have just been a guy yeah, who happens a- to be Hispanic. Yeah. It's wrong on um, a lot of levels. A lot of levels. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Luis, folks. <laughs> Make it trend right now. You know what? It's not Luis. Cancel the writers of Luis. No, no. They let's put cancel him, Luis. They put him in that position. No, let's not address the issues. Let's just, you know. You don't know the backstory. The cancel the white guy that wrote it. Everybody okay? will calm down and we just remove him for the movie. White guy could keep writing, you know. It works out best for everybody. Uh, I mean, for, for all we know. That's a joke. That, it hurts. For all we know, the, 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 the wink could have been improvised. We don't know. We don't know. That's true. There hasn't let's been a documentary. Let's cancel the actor too while we're at it. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right, number four. Should the Mighty Ducks have gone meta? So, a couple of reasons. We just mentioned the one where he looks at the camera, winks, uh, Louise. Two, the whole like, oh, you never heard of us? Like they named a pro hockey team after us, and then like the 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 commentary with the kid, Paul Korea being in the movie. Like, yeah, the movie acknowledges what it is, and it's. What's your thoughts? It's it's really odd, you know, because they've gotten these like enormous egos, the kids basically, you know, uh, from winning an Olympic gold medal. And they carry that throughout the whole movie, basically, uh, until the end where they learn to work hard, I guess. Uh, so they learn a little something. But like the stakes are also pretty, very, very low for this movie. I mean, it's just. It's an exhibition game against, you know, your yeah. own school's team at like the very beginning of the season, you know? Like, yeah, well, I felt like this movie tried to be more like introspective yeah. a little bit than the other ones, because like if you go from, you know, the bad guy team to the Olympics, mm-hmm. like what's above that? There's you can't go above that. So you yeah. have to go so far below yeah. that it becomes more about like character development. Mm-hmm. Um my, my thought was I thought it was it's it's odd watching um, the third movie of a very successful franchise now knowing it's a very successful franchise. But like, I don't I mean, I didn't watch this. When did this come out? Like 96 or something? Yep. You know, I didn't I did not watch it then. So I don't know. I'm sure it would have been received differently when it was like in the thick of it, because now I can look back and be like, oh, you know, huh, they're referencing their own movies. But like, obviously, it's a very successful movie franchise, you know, mm-hmm. This, I don't know. I looked it up when, as we started talking, just because I, I usually get curious about this. But this one made twenty-two million dollars at the box office, mm-hmm. which doesn't—I don't think—is a lot even for nineteen ninety-six. Uh, let me go back and look. What was it the up. budget? Does it but say I just that? Mean like, they actually don't have the budget listed on here. But I just mean like re- looking back at all three of them and seeing them reference each other. I think is different than watching one reference one that came out a little bit ago. Yeah. This is a really strong source material too for a very well-known uh, spin-off cartoon, which Manus knows as well. And Manus it won't admit is a wonderful adaptation to the source of this. Uh, Again, trilogy. Andrew, I can see your veins popping out of your forehead. <laughs> I, I go back to January 9th, 2021. I think all I said was, yeah, I don't remember it that much. <laughs> 
I don't think oh, you were the born animated show? animated show. I watched the animated show. I mean, I remember watching it, but do you remember any like plot points or anything? No, just it? I just remember the bit like the yeah, duck bill. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the golden duck bill. Yeah. <laughs> they had guns that shot pucks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a think about that gun for a second. Think about like designing a gun that has to shoot a puck. Yeah, just the abs- just the absurdity. But but the only like six discs you can shoot. Imagine you're out and you're like, "Well, I'm out of pucks, guys." It's like it's like that bit from uh, Saturday Night Live with Jeremy Renner was playing Hawkeye himself, and yeah, he's like, "I'm here to help the alien invasion." And then it's like two seconds later, "All right, I'm out of arrows. I'm going home." Wait, yeah. wait what? <laughs> no, I, I brought like a whole quill. That's all I had. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so the between the first movie made fifty million dollars, and the second one made forty five, and the third made twenty two. So you know they went back to the well one too many times. Oh no, I, I agree. Think. I just like it makes sense to reference it now because it's such like a common like everyone's heard of the Mighty Ducks, yeah. you know. Yeah. So like reference it, it feels like oh that's normal because like everyone's heard of it. Yeah. But when it was like newer, I feel yeah. like it would have been weirder. Yeah. To watch a movie that was referencing something that just got created based on the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little odd. I think the characters and you know the writers are all like way too big for their britches. Yeah, in this movie, I agree. They're trying to make Hoosiers or something, but you know. Uh, the next hot topic question number five: The Minnesota Club should have never allowed that prank, right? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. I mean, like how. I'm surprised. I guess there was probably some older teens there, mm-hmm. but I feel like usually if you see a, a table full of children, someone's like checking up on that, right? Yeah, it's kind of like, um, can you guys like pay ahead of time, please, before you like? Yeah, like I, I'm surprised that none of them asked if like one of their parents was gonna like call in their credit card. Yeah, or something. yeah. and I mean, no offense to the ducks, but like it's literally the oldest trick in the book. Like, yeah. Like, that's the first prank that anybody ever did on somebody was taking them out to eat and then not paying for the meal, you know? like I mean, it's a plot point in other movies. I feel yeah, like. yeah. It's a plot point in it's, everything, yeah. you know? Like, you should know. Uh, you should know. Mm-hmm. And, then, I mean, and then, like, the head chef in the back was like, hey, guys, um, I need to talk to the rest of the waitstaff. Uh, the cake they ordered says, thanks for paying, losers. Um yeah. yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah that wasn't like tonight. a tip off. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean the restaurant's not happy about that, even though they did make them work. You know, that's not the same as like Getting you know money. making your you know eight hundred fifty seven dollar check, and that's before tip. Yeah, yeah. you know. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't pay rent on child labor. So yeah, no, you can't. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. Uh, number six. Charlie's triple deke is nothing special, right? I mean, I I think I've mentioned this in, in, in the, uh, the other D D uh, movies, but um, I, I I feel like they just milk it so much. I think like to me, a triple deke is like dribbling through your legs in basketball. Yeah. It's nothing special, the, right? Mm-hmm. The, the thing is, it probably was impressive in the first Mighty Ducks movie when he was like ten years old. You know, it was probably impressive that the kid had like decent to you know adequate puck handling skills yeah as a 10 year old yeah and also i mean movies like this love to name things yeah you know of like this is our, our special maneuver yeah when it's like all right i mean other people do that and they don't call it anything yeah definitely yeah it's not that special of a move i mean it's what it's like you know it's the first move for a lot of people <laughs> it's just boop, 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 you know yeah. shoot it <laughs> 
I mean, literally, the I also, goalies like, like count. They're like one, two. Oh, okay, now is your right save. Yeah. Yeah, and also like calling everything out loud. Like when you're doing team sports, you do call out things to your teammates, but you don't say like, "Do this move." I'm going for. The <laughs> I'm going to D. do my move. <laughs> like, flying V. Hey guys, I think they're doing the flying V. My signature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys he's doing his move oh my god he's yeah. glowing he's, he's about one, to do his signature like move. that's not the move. way to communicate on a team <laughs> yeah it's like uh unlike like kobe bryant the late kobe bryant's like you know fadeaway jumper that's unblockable or like kd's fadeaway like this is something that like is your one move you can't <laughs> no what is wrong yeah. with you yeah. uh number seven who wins in a fight between banks and charlie Banks. Yeah. Wow. Banks played great. multiple games and actually like he made the varsity team. Yeah. He's physically and you know more gifted than the other kids. And I think they they established that in D2 also. I think in D2 isn't Banks a much bigger character and has a like bigger arc if I'm not mistaken. He yeah, he got injured in the first Iceland game. Oh. And then uh, he was sitting out for a while and like was hiding his injury and so on. Yeah, okay. Because uh, he, he didn't want to quit playing. I see. Mm-hmm. I thought his thing was like him and Charlie butted heads over who was the best player on the team for a while, but maybe not. I don't know what I'm thinking of. In the first one, I think they did because Banks didn't want to be on the team because they w- Banks was put on the team by force because of the zoning. I see. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the first half, I mean, more probably more than the first half of the movie. Charlie was being a little bitch. I feel like he would, <laughs> he would, he would like the way that he was behaving. You know, Banks would get one shot on him, and he'd be like, "All right, you suck." You know, I just we just we just need to break it up. We just need to part ways. I'm gonna go yeah. sulk in the corner. This isn't the ducks I know. Yeah, this isn't he would the get ducks anymore. Yeah, no, it's literally what's not. happening to us. It's and then team, he would leave. It's a different team with a different name. Yeah. Also, like a bunch of the returning characters were from the fucking different cities and states that they were from like yeah i don't like i'm sorry like kenny woo i think was from like miami or something like that. dwayne's from like texas Blue <laughs> the cats from oh yeah somewhere like very clearly from texas <laughs> yeah it's just like wait a minute why did why did the internationally by the way right like again let me just go back to d2 for a second the international team consisted of like 95 percent of the original ducks well the the ones that returned and then like five random players from the fucking <laughs> around the world like the best of the rest of the united states which didn't make sense to begin with and then like oh by the way i'm gonna go to the school out in fucking nowhere in minnesota so. yeah 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 i don't know <laughs> it's wild uh but i i do think banks is the most talented player on that team and he would beat charlie you know oh he clearly and, was i mean he made varsity yeah, yeah exactly yeah and played with varsity for a few weeks mm-hmm. like and stuck stuck around and he didn't seem know? to be getting bullied no. by the like good varsity players yeah. so like i would he assume fit that in because he, he was fine. like you yeah. know a normal kid who was chill good at, yeah yeah and then he magically just showed back up because they didn't even show the transition of him going back. It was just like implied because he was playing a street yeah. hockey game with the ducks. I think there was in like the background of a scene with the ducks again. <laughs> I think there was like one line of one of the like the ma- one of the main bad guys being like, "You're gonna regret not sticking with us." Yeah, and the other uh, and that was it. Like yeah. we didn't find out that he had gone back to the team. Mm-hmm. We just found out about it like after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number eight. Did they even need? The Coach O'Ryan car crash backstory. Feels... Um, Go ahead. I feel like yes, because if we didn't, then they would hate him the whole time. 
I don't think that they would have like grown to be like, oh, I guess he's an okay guy. I think, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel it. And even then it was like, did Charlie just tell the rest of the team that that was the case? <laughs> like, I feel like there wouldn't have been that. It was an extremely quick turn, but mm-hmm. I feel like there wouldn't have been that turn if there hadn't been a, wow, he's had trauma in his life kind of thing. Yeah, it is. It's a touching thing to reveal about him, but it also, to me watching it, I was felt like, this is super manipulative oh, by yeah. Jordan Bombay <laughs> to bring this, to bring Charlie, this 14 year old here and intrude on an incredibly personal moment between the coach and his daughter. I think it was less manipulative and more of the intrusive part. Yeah. Cause I feel like yeah. so sometimes when you're a teen, you're like, everyone sucks. Everyone is so mean and hates me. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, people do have harder problems than like, you yeah. know, not making the varsity team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, just, I thought that was, you know, yeah. an okay thing for like Charlie's growth, but yeah. also, you know, Coach O'Ryan probably didn't know that people watched him do that ever. Yeah. I just felt like Charlie was being such a dick to the coach the whole time that like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. I just wanted him to be on the coaches. Like I just wanted him to come around to the coach or like I wanted the coach. I was, root, excuse me. I was rooting for the coach the whole time anyway, even before the gross personal intrusion. <laughs> You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't need that, which to me means like, Charlie, you should fucking grow up. You know, I know, but sometimes, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you, you both have been teen boys. I've known a lot of teen boys and a lot of times they suck. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you just need a swift kick to the ass, mm-hmm. yes. Met- an emotional kick to the ass yeah. to be like, oh God, a kick to the ass. Like only a little girl in a wheelchair can d- deliver. Yeah. <laughs> To be like, oh, and, and I do, you know, teen <laughs> girls can also suck. I'm not saying it's exclusive to boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number nine. Why does that commentator know so much about the damn ducks? Oh, so weird. Well, uh, who knows what kind of weird articles would have been in like their local paper after like everyone is a fan of. I always also think it's super weird when like people in a town become so attached to like a young team, mm-hmm. like yes. it happens in a lot of movies where they're like, Oh my God, I bought my Jersey. And it's like, you don't have a child there. Like you, mm-hmm. you know, why are you, yeah. why is this like your team? No, who knows what kind of weird investigative pieces were done about the ducks in like the, in between the movies times. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kid is just like, I, 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 I like this trope of movies where you, like put a kid into a movie uh, who's super into like doing sort of an adult job, <laughs> like announcer kid in this movie. Or, like, I think he's just so obsessed with being an, an announcer. I mean, he dresses like a hockey announcer all the time. Yep. He talks like a hockey announcer. I think he's so obsessed with that, that when he heard the ducks were coming, he's like, I'm going to do all the research. I remembered, know? I remembered one of the, um, <laughs> the character types in a every in like a lot of you know 90s friend and honestly even now friend groups as represented in like a, all the kids you know in, in the group whatever how we were talking about before um it's the kid whose personality is adult <laughs> I mean, <laughs> of like pretending to be an adult i feel like a lot of times there is that kid do who like has a briefcase yeah briefcase like there's gotta kid. be a briefcase kid who yeah. like wears yep. blazers mm-hmm. when you do not have to wear everyone else is like wearing a t-shirt yeah 
There was definitely one of those in my high school 20 years ago. Oh, everyone. (laughs) I feel like there's always one. Yeah. But this kid was that trope. I had a rolling suitcase kid in my high school. Oh, I mean, yeah, that kid. Not like a regular rolling backpack. No, it was a little rolling suitcase. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. My my guy. (laughs) I really I really wish March hadn't ended because I think now we could have made like some kind of weird March Madness bracket of like mm-hmm. who's the worst high school kid? Like, <laughs> like everyone, like everyone has these tropes, right? Like like the the suit wearing kid, the rolly backpack kid. Yeah, um, maybe for maybe when back to school season comes around. Great, oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be. I good. have a lot of uh, kids. I hope a lot of kids listen to that episode yeah. so they can identify if they're the worst or not. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put this out right before kids go back to school and like mm-hmm. you know make them rethink their choices. We'll post it. You know, there's a lot of advertising space now, eye level yeah. at uh at drugstores just because they stopped you know jewels being able to advertise to kids at eye level i think we could fill that market oh my god i think we could advertise this podcast to kids at eye level at <laughs> and uh, push really hard on the back to school one where we rank the worst type of kid we're uh we're like the dirt the dare program for 2021 we're yeah yeah, uh, exactly. yeah. kids oh, don't stay man. off drugs you know whatever <laughs> just you know don't be that guy yeah uh the kid who di- who dips ra- uh, everything in ranch, uh-huh. <laughs> like everything. Ranch kid, yeah. yeah. Ranch kid's huge. <laughs> Dear God, uh, I had a ranch kid face. All right. Anyway, so that is uh that is our first half segment. That's hot topics. Now we're gonna move on to buy sell. Buy or sell. How this works is instead of me asking a question, we're gonna discuss. I'm gonna make a statement. Mandis has to choose one side. Lindsay has to choose the other side, and they must. Uh, if they agree with the statement, buy it by offering more evidence of why they buy it. If they don't like the statement, then they're going to sell off of more evidence why they sell it. First one is uh, first buy sell. The kids who didn't make the team for the Ducks got really screwed. I uh, buy. Yeah, those poor kids. I mean, for all we know, like this decision was made right before school started back up yeah. and like they were planning on having a team in a season. Yeah. And now they're just like, you can't transfer once classes have started i think you know i don't and, or let alone like get onto another high school yeah there, really i don't hey, i don't think there's a private school transfer portal yeah no i don't no. think they have that i feel like i mean i went to a private school i feel like sometimes you'd have randos come mid-year but that was not a thing mm-hmm. i will say i guess the stability of knowing that you're going to go to the same school and not potentially get kicked out of that school for hockey reasons is probably good <laughs> long term mm-hmm. it would probably not be like a fun answer <laughs> but if you're like oh god i almost i, I could have gotten kicked out of school because our team got discontinued probably a <laughs> thing that young teens shouldn't be concerned about yeah that's a good point this was probably <laughs> like getting the ducks in was probably a last ditch publicity stunt to like save the JV hockey program. Yeah. You know, I mean, feel, I got to feel bad for those other kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably, that's probably what it was. (laughs) They probably, they probably wouldn't have had a team either way, you know, maybe, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe Maybe next year, always next year, kid work out, you know, Uh you know, you know, just keep working out, you know, follow the diet and (laughs) that would have been a good, probably be a little bigger. Just what a, Kids, this is what a coach sounds like when he's lying to you. (laughs) Next year, kid, yeah. That would have been a good D4 if there was like a follow-up. So they were freshmen coming into the year. If there was like a junior, senior year, and it's like the kids 
who mm-hmm. got screwed getting into the first year program because of them. Mm-hmm. I would have loved yeah. to see like the role reversal of that. Where like now, I think that's how the, the the Disney show is. By the way, I think the Disney show, if I'm not mistaken, by the trailer, the ducks are actually the bad guys. Yeah, they're yeah. like too intense and like yep. really, you know, they've become elite, you elitist. Know, it's when the yep. underdog becomes the overdog. You yeah. Know? Yep. I I'm totally for that. So I'm if Me you too. guys okay. Good. I was gonna ask if you guys are up for it. We'll, we'll cover that too down the road. Uh, I'm down to watch. Yeah, for sure. I'd love nothing more than to watch the Mighty Ducks get their ass kicked after this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do too. I'm also a fan of Lauren Graham. Not gonna lie. All right. Anyway, oh, don't yeah. Oh yeah. Parenthood. Yeah, I love her. Oh yeah. Lorelai. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but we're gonna cover uh, 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 a year in the life. The, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I would be so down. I have <laughs> there is that show. <laughs> I actually wow. watched all of it Bowser. during college too. Trust me, I I know I'm there. All right, number two, Barzell Goldberg's demotion was a long time coming. Yeah. Oh my god! I. Bye. Yes. Yeah, I know Come we're supposed on. to take different takes, but no, bye. I, I give it to you. Yeah, you definitely, yeah. there's no way around this question. I think yeah. the thing they establish in the first practice with the new team is that, like, his biggest strength as a goalie is being able to laugh it off. <laughs> you know, like, he's, like, <laughs> roasting and cracking jokes after he gives up, like, 11 goals in a row, you know? And I guess, you know, certain positions in sports, you want to be able to, like, shake it off really quick, like, a pitcher needs to be able to shake off giving up a home run. Yeah. A goalie needs to be able to shake up giving off giving up a goal. But you can't shake you can't shake off eighteen in a row that easily. No, and you, know, you don't want to put yourself. You're not taking it seriously. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're needing to regularly shake it off. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I thought and it, like it's it's insane to see a a kid like be that complacent that young being like. <laughs> Like, what did he do? Did he just never play? I I don't think he played hockey between the Olympics and the like the first practice practices of this movie. Mm-hmm. I think I they like implied he, that. I think they uh, they kind of like hinted at that actually. Yeah, where yeah. he was just like, "Well, I guess I'm good at hockey," he and then never played again until it was necessary <laughs> for school. I mean, he can't even skate at the beginning of the movie. They're skating to school, and he completely loses. Oh control my god, that whole montage for a 15 mile stretch of downhill road, like not uninterrupted he downhill the bridge. for 15 miles. He, he did yeah, a slow mo jump the bridge with with yeah. went down like three flights of stairs yeah, and they survived nothing like broken oh, yeah, bruise was... nothing they just yeah uh, yeah and clearly he was being misused as a goalie too because he yes. flourished as a defenseman at the end of the movie yeah you know? which yeah. we'll get to in a little bit here so okay by okay. sale number three julie deserved better than how she was used uh yeah definitely i think her arc is more compelling than the movie gives it time for yeah, you know. I think unfortunately this movie was like we got room for one w- one girl character develop or one girl who's like good, mm-hmm. you know. Like <laughs> and, you they, gotta... and they don't give it to either girl. They split it between the petition yeah. girl who's Charlie's love interest and Julie. Yeah, because yeah. Julie has her own, you know, love arc in this movie, and it's very quick. It's like, I know, yeah. I know. It's, it's just Thanks, as quick Scooter. as the banks. Thing, yeah, they know? were like, we have only we have room for one girl's emotion. Yeah. So I feel like they just <laughs> they did what was in line with yeah. other like movies of that time. Yeah, yeah. it's a big waste. You yeah, know? they could have done more. 
They definitely wasted her also in the in the first edition she was in. She was in D2. She was Julie Cat Gaffney. And then, like, she didn't even get playing time until literally the last, like, ending of the game, of the championship game. Because it was like, Julie, you have the fast glove. Get in there. I'm like, you sat her on the bench, like, the majority of the... Because it's assumed that the boy's better. Like, without even right. having them play. Yeah. 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 It's bullshit. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, white writers. <laughs> uh, number four, I, I'm very sure I've said this before, and I'll say it again, but again, this is your buyer sale. Knuckle puck is a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost wonder if it like... Uh, Everyone's done it, right? In their life, everyone has done the knuckle puck. Yeah. Or tried to. Yeah. I, I wonder like what the actual NHL rules would say about this because it's almost a form of like carrying, yeah, setting it up like that. Uh, but also, who knows? I'm not a scientist. Maybe the aerodynamics of the puck <laughs> do work that way. Yeah, you know? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> should they be doing it? Probably not. But it's also one of those things where like the refs were calling so little <laughs> that like if they're not going to call that. Yeah, I guess like you use that to your advantage. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, that's true. <laughs> if they're not going to call blatant like other penalties that they should have like do that, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, I used to, you know, I'm a huge Mets fan and uh, I used to love watching R.A. Dickey pitch for the Mets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was one of the you know best players I ever watched for the Mets. And he was just like a 43 year old knuckleballer. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I was probably like, you know, 15, 16 when he was really pitching super well. And I, me and my brother would watch the game sometimes. And I, I would always say, you know, I hadn't played professional I, or I hadn't played any organized baseball since like T-ball. Mm -hmm. But I would watch Ari Dickey and I would turn to him. And I was like, you know, if I started working on a knuckleball today, like I, I could reach the pros by, you know, I could reach the pros by the time I'm, you know, 34 and having a 12 year career as a knuckleballer. I mean, that's, that's a 12 year career in baseball is, is good in general. for, for uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. So. And like, you could go that long throwing a knuckleball, yeah, I think. And this is me. I'm coming out saying, I think I could do the same thing with hockey. <laughs> Uh, and just only and start even later. I think it could start on my 26th birthday in a few months, and I could, <laughs> I could make it to the NHL, and I could be like, you know, Yarmir Yager, where I'm playing, you know, mm -hmm. 44, 48. You know, I'm still playing <laughs> hockey. You know, uh, the piggyback off that last buy or sell of talking about illegal and calling stuff. Uh, the next statement is pretty sure everything Dwayne does is illegal. <laughs> hey, y'all, check this out. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> Bouncing on the damn stick. Yeah. I mean, during the first practice when they meet Coach O'Ryan, he's literally lassoing the other players. On the <laughs> that ice. was amazing. I yeah. loved that. And then they say, like, yeah, this is how most of our practices go. We just fool around and <laughs> lassoes us on the ice. We somehow win, but we, we this is all we do. I'm going to say not illegal, but I, I think it's helpful. I think sometimes if like there was clearly no coach, I think he was the closest thing they had to a coach when they were just doing their like, you know, random practices, street yeah. ball. It's like, like he's in charge. I like think it was like, a you know, was he doing what was probably legal? No. Was he doing what needed to be done? Yes. He's like a sheepdog. Yeah. You know, he keeps he like, them all just mm -hmm. kind of generally moving in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. You know, make sure they eat enough grass. One of the tallest kids. So it makes sense. You can like get a good view. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, one of the goals, he's bouncing it towards the, the goalie with the stick and then in midair slaps it into the <laughs> yeah. goal. I'm just like, that, how is that? that? The first half of that game of like that first game that they play is insane. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to that in the next question here. Before we get to right. that next statement, by the way, uh, I do want to point out that the writers, all three writers of D3 were all white. So people can't say that we didn't do our research. Steve, Stephen Brill, Kenneth Johnson, and Jim Bernstein. Thank you so much for bringing a, a teenage girl's point of view through D3 through your eyes. Anyway, uh, the Blake freshman bears deserve way more praise for the first, for the comeback in the first game. So I felt like that was a, I can't think of the word right now. When you like act like you're bad at pools and then you. Oh, win. when you're, um, uh, you're a shark when you're or like, oh, no, yeah, but you're, you know, a, you're a hustler. Hustle, yeah. Hustle. No, I feel like that team hustled. Like they just wanted the ducks to think that they were bad. And then they were like, oh, actually we put together a really nice string of passes. Something that the ducks yeah. didn't do at all. Yeah. <laughs> like the ducks were just doing like random shit and like yeah. look, trying to look fancy. And then the other team was like, oh, actually, we're going to like play together as a unit. Yeah, yeah I feel like they totally It makes me feel like, act. you know, the fact that they play this game and then a weird exhibition game against their own high school's varsity team makes me feel like this was probably a weird fucking preseason game and they just didn't mention it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that that's my guess. I think they were, I think they're, you know, they, they were scoring so well because the Ducks were going all out and the other team was like, all right, well, we'll just rest our starters and, you know, maybe, maybe we'll get a few reps at the end, you know? Yeah, and then they realize that, like, oh, we actually need our starters back in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, insane because, uh, so the first, for the, I mean, they scored nine points, nine goals in the first in two period. periods. No, in two periods. Oh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey is three, so they, so no, then I know. the third, oh, sorry, then intermission, and then it was like, oh, we're going to score nine in the third. Mm-hmm. That that is mind-boggling alone right there. Yeah, 18 goals is like that's what you expect to see if you are like buy a ticket to watch the NYPD what play the NY <laughs> FD or oh FDNY. My God. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the game like there's a bunch of fights and then the game ends up being uh-huh. like 13 to 17 or something. Uh-huh. And like they're that. like, oh, we didn't tell you, but all your ticket sales are going to charity. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I was trying to think in my head too a second ago about what the equivalent of a knuckle puck is in any other sport. And I'm thinking like you you mentioned like R R.A. Dickey's like knuckleball, which is all crazy mm-hmm. didn't he also throw sidewinder too like submarine or whatever like that? yeah like uh, he had a he had a funky delivery because God. you know when you're throwing the knuckleball like and the way he threw it was like he's basically just gripping it with his knuckles you know, like literally nails yeah. well you got yeah you, yeah. yeah uh so, like push it yeah more than yeah. like right spin so, I, I I can imagine like the equivalent like if this is a football a pin in my hand I'm holding it straight up it's just like taking the tip and just throwing it by the tip is like what a knuckleball would be in football I'm trying to think like <laughs> what is like an absurd way to do anything else in like a sport to be like what mm-hmm. the hell did you just do you know what it reminds me of is uh that player for the Kings uh, back in the early 2000s, white chocolate, they called him because <laughs> oh. uh, he was like a, you know, white tattooed, like street ball guy who played for the Kings, basically. And he had a move where he would, you know, take the ball in his left hand, fake like he was passing it around the back to his right. And then he would take his right arm and elbow it back the other way. So he would go both arms behind him, faking one way and then bouncing the ball off his elbow to another player on his left. That's I think that's the basketball equivalent of the knuckle puck. <laughs> wow. To me. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of wow, number seven, the flying V is the dumbest attack. Super dumb. Like, it's just what it's what I said before. Pe- they like naming stuff. <laughs> yeah, they like to have a named thing. Like, regardless yeah. of if it's good. They're closer to the Harlem Globetrotters than they are. To <laughs> okay, here's, okay, here's my take on the Flying Bee. Now that I'm thinking about it for a couple seconds longer. I think in the earlier movies, when the bad guys were not so significantly larger in size, because I think in the, the earlier, like the villains in the first and second one, they're more just like kids their age. But this one where there was like, they're clearly like playing against like 18 year olds and they're 14 to 15. So there's like clearly a size difference. I think a flying bee against people your size might be more effective. But when you're playing someone so much bigger than you, they can just get you out of that formation very easily. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like they were going based on how it worked before because it did work before. But now it's like a different ballgame. And I, I think that they should just retire it. And yeah. be like, it worked. It was great. Okay, now we can like, you know. Yeah, try something new. Try a different letter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Try flying H or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. It also, um, I th- they have shown before that the flying V is dumb. They showed it in D too. They showed it where <laughs> it also uh, leaves you so vulnerable. Like if any, oh, yeah. like it includes all of your defenders as well. Like no one's staying at least a little bit farther back. Yeah. yeah. Because Goldberg got left hanging. He's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Kind of goes to show you how much they fucking need Coach O'Ryan, too, because they clearly (laughs) haven't been learning anything with Gordon Bombay. Coach, I want to play two-way hockey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They clearly clearly have learned three three moves. Yeah. And the rest of of it is just made-up bullshit that they keep recycling. You know, it's just moxie. Yeah, they've been running on Moxie for two full is. movies, yeah. and they couldn't really push it for the third movie. They needed some legitimate skills. So they yeah. got me. In all honesty, like that's exactly your statement right there. That's, that's that's exactly why I do like this movie more than the others because it's like, oh, hmm. they're sort of learning real hockey. They're kind of. I, don't, I had a strict household, so maybe Coach O'Ryan kind of like was like, oh, he's like the dad I always wanted. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but the, the thing is like, oh, this is like more real than like, because I remember one of my best friends growing up, Brent Pointer, he was from, uh, he, he, he grew up a huge St. Louis uh, Blues fan and he got me into hockey back when we were like eight, nine, 10 years old. And like, I remember he hated Mighty Ducks. He hated it because he's like, it's too goofy. It's too weird. There's no real hockey. So when D3 came out, I was like, oh, this is kind of like a really gritty for a Disney movie <laughs> mm-hmm. at the time in 96 kind of thing. I like this. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I see that. Yeah, I, I see. You know, I can see who this movie appeals to. Unfortunately, who it appeals to is a much smaller sect of the national audience and the (laughs) the box office returns showed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, wait, like hockey in the U.S. is like one of the like least watched sports. Oh, this is probably going to be the least watched movie because it's like real hockey. Well, I think it was tough, too, because it was like I think the movie couldn't decide if they were underdogs or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. where they were clearly underdogs in the first two. It was like, wow, they're, you know, just a scrappy bunch of kids. In this one, it was like they had huge egos, but they were still underdogs. Yeah. Which I think made it a little bit tougher because you were like, what? how am I supposed to root for them? Mm-hmm. Like, right. in what way? Yeah. Because Charlie's uh, whiny. He's entitled. Yeah. Yeah. They hardly, like, they, Charlie hardly gets humbled. He just, like, yeah. You know, you know, he again, he's like doing this out of like some weird pity for his coach or something yeah. like he doesn't have a moment where he was like, 
oh, duck hockey is actually wrong and I do need to like grow up and learn skills. But even at know? the beginning after that first practice, when they got like, you know, placed into their positions, the whole team was like, oh, I'm third line. I don't deserve this. <laughs> yeah. Like they were all like mad. I think they were having arbitrary reactions. I don't think those kids had ever seen a line <laughs> chart before. They've never seen a depth <laughs> chart in their entire lives. <laughs> I think hey, they're... maybe you're right. They, it was just, it was anger from the confusion. Yeah, I think they were just going, I think they were just like picking, am I, I'm either going to be happy or i'm gonna be angry about this and yes. i'm just gonna choose when mm-hmm. i read it you know yeah. uh speaking of read someone who had reading problems in the first mighty ducks uh fulton is the best ride or die mm, yeah he's a good friend yeah yeah because he sticks with them and he leaves but he's also like hey you know like it's actually not good that we're doing this you know i'm, I'm sticking by you because you're my friend but like we should probably go back i know i feel like that was the low point for charlie like mm-hmm. he deserved to go so much lower <laughs> yeah well, no, I mean, was, i'm not saying he felt low i'm yeah. saying that like that was a low point watching him be a bad friend oh and yeah. just like not a good guy yeah. in that moment of being like wow he really has uh he's really fallen and can only see to the end of his own nose mm-hmm. you know truly but yeah fulton's the best and like his his plan of like we'll just go to public school for a few then we'll go to canada and play hockey when we're 17 because that's the minimal age you need to be and we'll mm-hmm. be set sailing it's like what an insane plan yeah something something that another team would be like yeah that sounds realistic i'm gonna organize my own housing in two years you know and like <laughs> figure out how to get over the border do i have a passport i'm not sure yeah, because yeah, this like, kid was like borderline homeless like two movies ago. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the thing is with, with Charlie's plan is so dumb is he's not even the best player on the team. He's far from the best player on the team. No. But like he thinks he is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. The first movie, he had the triple D. He won the overtime or whatever crap. But like in the second movie, he didn't even play. He gave his seat to Banks to coach because he even said, I think I'm a better coach than a player. And then in this movie, he scored one goal, I think. Oh, no, he had a, tri- he had a hat trick in that uh, Blake game. In the first game, yeah. Yeah, but and then they blew it from there. And then from there, like, he got his ass whooped by the varsity in that Dawn game. And then, obviously, had the opportunity, which we'll get to in a second, to score the last goal and then do it. He's, again, not even the best player. There are multiple yeah, players mean, better than him. There are. It's, Those are his captain like, until the last second. <laughs> I feel like it's a pretty common thing to be look, be like, wow, that kid's so athletic when they're like when you're like a preteen just because yeah. you got tall quickly that does not mean you're a good athlete just because yeah. you're six inches taller than the rest of your peers when they get you to be your height mm-hmm. like it levels the playing field a lot and i yeah. feel like he was just riding on the fact that he was good in like sixth grade yeah exactly and like i, I think any number of players on this team could be way better with him than, than him if they got some coaching but he's like this attention sponge yeah who takes up all of uh gordon bombay's time you know mm-hmm. he gets like he gets six uninterrupted hours one-on-one and then gordon bombay comes and plays the shittiest game of pickup street hockey for 25 minutes <laughs> oh before his parking spot expires yeah. you know like uh. <laughs> like i hate to say it but like luis is the fastest guy on the team no one ever learned no one ever taught him how to stop skating. Yeah. No one ever told him how to stop on ice. If they had, they'd have an absolutely electric hockey player on mm-hmm. his hands. And who knows? He might not have turned out to be such a sex pest after that. <laughs> yeah, he can't learn how to stop. So what makes him think like he's going to take no for an answer? Just exactly. saying. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Louise. Number nine. 
Orion sure did change his tone real quick, right? There's nothing between the the part where he had no idea, by the way, that Bombay and Charlie were watching him with his daughter. Then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, Charlie returns. He's like, all right, get on the bus. And then the next thing is like, oh, your scholarship is on? Oh, I'll get a lawyer that I know. And obviously it's Bombay. And then, and then that's it. Then he's like, oh, you don't look like warriors. You look like something else. Here's a yeah. So see, my my theory is that he was in communication with, with Gordon the whole time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and like, was like, I mean, he probably Puppets. is a hard-ass coach. Just, yeah, he was just... He probably yeah. is a hard-ass coach, but not quite as hard-ass he was like giving off at the beginning. You're saying yeah. like he was Bombay's vessel? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit to like, you know, knock some sense into them. Yeah. And then when... Uh, you know, Gordon was like, Oh, well, are they have they demonstrated any growth? Okay, great. Now you can become a cooler coach, just like I did. You know, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it, it followed the formula and it worked for him, it worked for Gordon. It's so it's so crazy to me because he comes out and he's an absolute hard ass and he's saying, like, we're gonna make you, I'm gonna make you work your asses off, and everybody hates it. And then, like, as soon as they do have that change of heart, the kids, as soon as they're like, Okay, we're gonna work for you. He's a fun coach. All he needed was their agreement to be coach. And then he turns into like, you know, a clown, a party clown who's playing with garbage on the ice. Oh my God. That was the big bit we were doing watching the movie is like, this guy's weird perversion is playing with garbage on ice. You know, because once he got the kids to play on garbage on ice with them, it was literally 15 minutes of just fucking around, shooting trash bags and, they're and pizza all... boxes. And then they're all hunky dory. Yeah, it's like know? a 15 way best friend. Yeah, 15 way best friendship. Yeah. And he and and the coach, you never see the coach be like a hard ass again. You know? Yeah. 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 That's what I feel like Gordon told him that he showed Charlie. Yeah. Or, some or something shit. like it felt like there had to be conversations that we didn't. It felt like the movie needed to move along. Mm-hmm. So they just had that turn happen. Yeah. But I, think, I feel like I think, there were conversations that happened off screen that like maybe should have yeah. happened on screen. I think Gordon paid a thousand dollars to a small woman to sit in a wheelchair <laughs> with Orion, you know, tooling her around <laughs> on the ice. You know, just to like, I think that's the manipulation. I was wow. Talking about. That's a good wow. little games money there. <laughs> he expensed yeah. it out. Exactly. Uh, number number 10, it's illegal to allow Dean to enter in the game so damn late. <laughs> oh, that was, that was like the best part of the movie. <laughs> that was so funny because we were like kind of joking, like when he went in the penalty box and um, started stripping. Like, Oh yeah, that he's gonna start stripping, and then he started stripping. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. As Insane. a jacked fourteen-year-old or fifteen, I mean, I know he's—I think yeah. he's like older, slightly than whatever, but like he's still like a teenager. Yeah, mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was just like a ripped man. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was like, oh, and the ladies are loving. Like, dude, that's a kid. That is and a mom, kid. They, I think they panned to the crowd, but like they specifically panned to like horny moms. Yeah, and then Charlie's mom who's single was like, oh. yes, yeah, like, oh. <laughs> I Charlie's think the- Dean coming over later. I think the uh, I think Orion tried the like Airbud strategy on him and just said, you know, there's there's nothing in the rule book that says a student, a kid who's not a student at our school can't play hockey. Yeah, you know? yeah. It just works. Oh, that, that logic just works in Disney movies. Yeah, and that principle totally like bet on the game, right? Like, oh, he was for sure. Yeah, yeah, like he mean, let he let everything happen. He acted like he didn't, but then he let everything happen yeah. to like help them. Man's Dick Van Dyke. You mean Dean? 
Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> He's totally like the entire time. I was like, God, I just want to see you do like physical comedy right now. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, last buy or sell. This one is very personal. Oh, Goldberg doesn't deserve to have that last minute glory. <laughs> I guess, but like everyone's so shitty in this movie for the most part that like, <laughs> you know, who does deserve it? It would not. I mean, if Charlie had scored it, I think it would have been worse. Yeah, Charlie deserves it the least. But then you're like, you know, <laughs> they really didn't give anybody else any significant time. And they didn't really show anyone else playing hockey. Yeah. Like they didn't show a lot of like, oh, that person like is good. Yeah. You know, I I don't know. I feel like give it to him. Like let him score it. Cause I feel like this movie was about being humbled and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, the most unlikely of people can win can win the game, I guess. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> and I think it was more about Charlie demonstrating that he can share. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it would have been like for the sake of this movie, I think you know, it maybe it's less satisfying overall, but like for the purposes of this movie, they should have like won it on a like, you know, hard defensive play or something. You know what I mean? Like they should have like, you know, they, they should have scored with 30 seconds left and then had a mad dash to keep the puck out of the mm-hmm. net and they all work. Really oh, hard. I, yeah, like I thought it was weird that they also won on a penalty kill when they should have been playing very good defense. And I know, you know, like the most yeah, they defense won, is a good offense, but like they won down three, like, you know, a smart player would have not even been in that position. Yeah. You know? yeah would have yeah. been clearing the puck trying for overtime. Yeah, yeah. They were down three to five men yeah. on, uh, on the ice. So, yeah. which again, yeah. didn't really make sense. So no, no uh so man i guess does goldberg deserve it as much as anyone does which is very little i yeah i feel like (laughs) i'm gonna say yes just because he was like i feel like more of a character in the earlier movies and they wanted to like give him a little yeah a little fun nugget at the end Mm -hmm. man it's after now going through the gauntlet of false start with d3 do you stand by your horrendous comments that this is the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel I, like it escalates every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. All yeah. I said is that it didn't hold up that well. I know. I, you know what? I think like I, it, the more I think about it, the more I actually kind of am excited for the TV show. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like this movie would have been better as a season of a TV show. And like given, mm. you know, see more time, you know, with some of these relationships and characters mm-hmm. and, you know, see, you know, let's not go crazy and start threatening to cut people's scholarships after, you know, a tie in the first game of the season, you know, have this build up over the course of the season, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, and I was fully ready to like have the ducks be kind of the bad guys or like the conceited like team that needs to be knocked down a peg. And then they like were, but also weren't. Mm -hmm. So for that, for that to be like the main storyline in the show, um, I'm definitely for that. I think it's like a fun, fun turn of events. And it feels like it's something that would legit happen. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have like a scrappy group of kids who get a lot of success, that program is eventually going to turn into the organizations that, they hated in the first movie yeah so definitely yeah and uh i don't know that the show is gonna like give me exactly what i want you know and what i want is a 
CW Arrowverse style <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Uh, uh, crossover. You know, I'll you know I'll, I'll settle for you know seeing what uh, Sarah Braverman does on uh, <laughs> the Mighty Ducks. You know, or Lauren Graham's famous character Sarah Braverman. Yeah. Wow. We all, all right. got that. <laughs> all right, folks, if you disagree with Manis and you think that D3 is the greatest hockey movie of all time and you want to argue with him, you can write to yesvanger at gmail.com. Send in your comments. Again, give us a like, subscribe, and all the things there that you can do on the apps you're listening to our voices on, on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Echo as well. We're on all the things there. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, check us out on the next episode coming up. We have Manis Clancy going over WrestleMania 37. I would invite his wife, but I'm pretty sure I know what the answer is. <laughs> I didn't watch it. So. It hasn't happened yet. Oh. We are only just now. At- <laughs> Honestly, I'll probably watch it. We're recording this. Oh. On- I probably will be in the room for yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I'll rephrase that. I'll probably be in the room for it. It's a two-night event again, like last year. Oh, boy. That was, <laughs> that was a lot. I wouldn't mind your reaction of, like, those one quips of, like, why? You know, I don't know, whatever it is. So, yeah, really, really, it's a seven-night event if you want to get technical about it. Don't say uh, that. <laughs> Just, like, why even say that? It started last night. WrestleMania is now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, kind of is. It's like Super Bowl week, right? It's like you had Raw last night. Tonight was, like, the off night, but then it's... The Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame's tonight. Hall of Fame, two yeah. nights of NXT, then SmackDown, and then WrestleMania. Yeah, two that- nights of WrestleMania, and then another Raw. <laughs> and then... And then after WrestleMania, NXT is moving to Tuesdays. Oh, my God. So it's eight days of wrestling. Absolutely. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that does, that does.